New Right Network presents Patriot Housewives, where real American moms tackle life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, one casserole, um, I mean, day at a time. I'm Rose. And I'm Rebecca. And this is Patriot Housewives, where real MAGA moms bring you on their journey of life, politics, and family. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our store at www.newrightnetwork.com backslash store backslash housewives. That's dot com backslash S-D-O-R-E backslash H-O-U-S-E-W-I-V-E-S. Today's show is brought to you by TourGuard VPN. Protect your online identity from prying eyes today. Get a VPN. Don't let YouTube or other companies watch what you are doing online. Get a VPN. Go to www.torguard.net. That's www.torguard.net. And enter promo code NRN to save up to 50%. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Patriot Housewives, where your favorite housewives get together and discuss things that are going on. Hope everyone's doing good this morning. How are you doing, Rebecca? I'm great, Rose. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, especially, you know, coming off of a major win down here for Tampa Bay. Yeah, that was a, it was a decent game and great outcome. Decent game. It was an awesome game. It was an awesome game. <laughs> It could have been a little more competitive. It was a little bit of a blowout, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But yeah. I know. I was I was honestly a little bit surprised, and I'll say this as a a, a Tampa Bay fan. Um, I have been watching the Buccaneers play for a very long time. I've been watching them lose for a very long time. <laughs> um, you know, and really, really, really wanting my team to win, you know, it, it being historic with the you know, home team playing at their stadium, first time in history, mm-hmm. you know, and just to watch this team go from zero to where they were is just, uh, it was amazing. But even then at the end, I felt a little bad. I was like, let's, let's let them get one touchdown. Then I was, I took it back immediately. I was like, never mind. No, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah that was good and you know tom brady is the goat there's just no question nobody nobody can deny it nope no no except for (laughs) we can say no one can deny it but you know well it's really really funny (laughs) you know i was yesterday i was pretty busy but i had some time to spend on twitter and i opened twitter and people were of course talking about the super bowl because it was you know big deal um and for any of you out there, they're like, oh, my God, they're not boycotting the NFL. Like, let's just stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say out there, that is another thing that has aggravated me. Just stop. You know, we're not all going to boycott the NFL. We're not all going to boycott this or that or whatever. President Trump fought tooth and nail to get these, these teams to be able to play this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've stopped airing the national anthem. Um, let it go. Just let yeah. it go. Yeah. But if anyway. you want, if you want to boycott, you boycott, but you know, right. that is your prerogative to do that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, in the time of social distancing and, and not being able to enjoy much things, I think it's okay that people are enjoying, you know, their, their football and their sports. But, uh, anyways, that being said, I get on, on Twitter yesterday and I start seeing weird stuff. Like they're talking about that. It's racist. You can't make this up. It's racist. <laughs> That Tom that Tom Brady was the person who or the quarterback who won the Super Bowl during Black History Month. Now, first of all, 
let's let me just point out for everyone who doesn't realize that the Super Bowl is in February every year. Black yeah. History Month is in February every, every year. year. Yeah. So is that to say that it's not it's not okay for a white quarterback to win the Super Bowl? Because are they forgetting about all the other wonderful, amazing players that are on the Buccaneers? <laughs> We've got uh, you know, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones Jones and Levante David and like uh, Chris Godwin. We got so many wonderful uh black athletes on our team that are amazing and they were superstars this season. Right. So does does that you know negate their win just because Tom Brady's white. Yeah. And, you know, the quarterback does get all the attention, but it's still a team effort. It's still a team win. He didn't go out there and win by himself. Heck no. Defense was on point. He's the face of the game, but it doesn't belong to him. But at the, at the end of the day, even just breaking it down further, athletic talent and ability is based on skill, hard work, and their record. The last mm-hmm. time I checked, skin color had nothing to do with if someone was a talented person or not. And the people bringing it in, the people bringing race into it are themselves the racists. And I'm not even ashamed or worried about saying that because that is true. Yeah. Like it didn't occur to me at all watching that game yesterday that it was white versus black. You know, it right. was the Kansas Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. There was right. a diverse mix of, of skin color on each team. The, the, the melanin in their skin didn't even wasn't even a factor to nope. me in those no. games like who brings like, that why up should we, yeah why should we even notice aren't we supposed to not notice like right. you know like why why are they pointing it out why are they making a big deal it's, it's ridiculous they seem they tend to do that a lot like they the people who are screaming that racism exists all the time are the same people who constantly are applying skin color where it doesn't even make sense like right. it, bringing it up to like what what does skin color have to do with this you know like what what does the the literal level of melanin in, my, in these people's skin have to do with their ability to do any of these things that it, that it, this happens because it doesn't just happen in football right um you know it, it just doesn't make any sense They're, they they themselves are furthering racism mm-hmm. by doing that yep exactly it's ridiculous but, so yeah that was That's insane. A <laughs> It is, it is a head scratcher. But, you know, there was a lot of interesting stuff with the, the Super Bowl. Um, did you uh, see the message from Joe and Jill at the beginning? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, well, the, apparently everyone had to watch it because they also played it on the Jumbotron on the field. And but, people booed it. Yes, they booed <laughs> it. I was like, whoa, what is happening? Whoa. Like, I want to be like, bro, where's all your supporters? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Where's the 80 million people that voted for you? You can't even get cheered at the Super Bowl. Talking about COVID. Like, you know, like people, they were, I think, I wasn't really paying attention to the message. I was, like, so distracted by the way that, that Joe looked when he was, like, squinting at the, the yeah. teleprompter. It was and like, then, like he was struggling to read it. It was, it was. And then like his head like just dropped and I was like, why did his head drop? I didn't even hear what he said. I guess he was bowing for a moment of silence, but mm-hmm. I was told afterwards. But mm-hmm. that is what I guess they were saying and the crowd still booed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, then, you, there you go. There's your 80 you just, million people. Mm-hmm. You can't convince me that this man, I think I saw something that saying that Biden had 62% support. That is a, a bunch of crap. Yeah, that I, I have a lot of liberalish friends or acquaintances, and I haven't seen any of them praising anything he's done. Like a lot of them were doing the whole, oh, thank goodness Trump is gone kind of, you know, pearl clutching, 
fanning thing, but I haven't heard any of them actually saying anything good he's done because I don't think he has, but I don't even think they're delusional enough to think that he has. So, yeah, no. yeah. I, you know, I've never met a Biden supporter in real life. They're like unicorns. I'm not really sure if they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think mostly it's not that they're Biden supporters. It's that they were against Trump Anti-Trump. or maybe yeah. in some cases they were Kamala fans, which I can't imagine why, but other than she's a girl, but, um, but yeah, they, they don't seem to have anything to add to the conversation right now. So they really don't, they really don't. I always thought that was pretty funny with them, them getting booed, um, on screen. And there was a bunch of, of, you know, the commercials this year, I think that's one of the reasons people watched, some people watched the Super Bowl just for the commercials, but this year it was kind of lackluster, you know, it's not like it was terrible. It just, there wasn't, those great ads it was one or two that was okay you know a lot of stuff about covid and you know i don't know even though i wasn't paying that much attention to the ads like the social distancing because they were kind of boring yeah um yeah we could have used some some good humor some really you know just good funny stuff and i don't think we really got that i did like the cheetos commercial did you see that one i didn't see that one i didn't pay a lot of attention (laughs) It was it was pretty funny. It had um, Ashton Kutcher and Shaggy and Mila, Mila Kunis in it, and they were kind of like uh, playing off of that song. It wasn't me, but mm-hmm. with the ch- eating a bag of Cheetos, and it was it was pretty. It was well done. It was pretty funny. That's good. Yeah, we should. I felt like there should have been some really good, like some of the classically funny ones that yeah. you know, that you kind of remember from years past. Like that kind of thing would have been nice. But yeah, but I heard okay. that there was certain uh big companies like Budweiser and Pepsi and stuff decided instead of spending money on ads during the Super Bowl they were going to donate it to frontline workers or oh. something oh, that's so good. I'm, I'm not really mad about it that you know because so yeah. that was one of the reasons that there wasn't as many big name commercials where they spend a whole lot of money on these these like popular commercials mm-hmm. yeah but Anyway, so we'll probably talk about the Super Bowl some more, I'm uh, assuming, because it was just a big thing that happened. But um, there's a few other things going on. <laughs> Twitter really made me <laughs> mad yesterday, too, uh, on just not just the, the Super Bowl stuff. Uh, just people get on there and say stupid stuff. Like They do. The, they do. The queen of stupid stuff, AOC. Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the things that she says, like you think it's got to be parody or a misquote or yeah, someone just is she, like making. Is she really that stupid? But I think she might might actually be. I yikes! After all this time, you know, in the beginning, I was like, I I don't. Is she saying that just to like get attention or you know like what's going on? But after all this time, I'm really thinking maybe she's just not that bright. Yeah, and I think she makes everything about her. Um, and, oh, and, and like everything is oh this happened to me and me you know and that's I think a, a thing of her like the the I don't know if she's a millennial but like whatever her generation is like that's yeah. something that they tend to no offense to to anyone in that generation but they tend to kind of be like that kind of everything's about them because you know they always want a trophy and so right. some of it I think is her age and she is quite young but wow she's um so she last week said that Ted Cruz tried to kill her. Um, yeah. yeah uh-huh. and murder her. <laughs> murder her, not just kill me. You tried to murder me. And um, then yesterday I saw she said something like, well, I never said that, but she said it on Twitter. I mean, it, it's right there. You can see it that she. Pretty sure we accused... read it last week. Didn't we I read think that we tweet? Did. I think we did. 
She tries yeah. to. What is up with these people trying to say they didn't say the things they clearly said? I know it's like it's one thing if you just said it and nobody heard it or nobody recorded it, but when it's on Twitter, you can't deny it. We can go back and look, and somebody probably took a screenshot, even if you deleted. Oh, it. I'm sure that they did, and so, they probably archived it because the internet is forever, guys. Nothing goes away, friends. Nothing goes nope. away. It's always there. Mm-hmm. So what was but, this? Yeah. I, I kind of yesterday I was uh, sort of busy and I I was on and off of Twitter, so I got like. And it kept making me mad. Every time I opened it, I would just get <laughs> mad. So I kept closing it. But uh, so I sort of, I saw people talking about something about her lying, but I actually missed whatever it was. Yeah, I think this is when she said that, I never said that that Ted Cruz tried to kill me. But see, last week she had, she had talked about how her life was in danger right. during the Capitol thing. But it turned out she wasn't even there. She was in her office building, which is, connected by the underground tunnels but it's not in the capitol building it's a separate building it's it's part of the extended capitol complex but she was nowhere near the actual whatever raid whatever you want to call it she was nowhere actually near that. she was never actually in any danger i'm sure they probably locked everybody down just because uh, you know it's probably standard protocol but she was never in any danger of being murdered by anyone much less ted cruz for pete's sake but yeah she completely lied about being there she said she was like hurried into a bathroom and terrified now maybe she hid in her bathroom in her office i don't know but she was not in the capitol proper Anyone that's listening who would like to defend AOC, I challenge you. I challenge <laughs> anyone who can yeah. to present to us in a way that makes sense. Explain it to us like we're five yes. of how AOC's life was in imminent danger. If we're wrong, we will own it. But we I want to know. It. I'm yeah. super, super curious as to how this is defensible and how it's okay for her to present this type of thing. That's fear mongering right there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, trying to say that that Republicans specifically calling out Ted Cruz mm-hmm. and Donald Trump put her life in imminent danger that she was going to so much so that she said she was going to be murdered. Mm-hmm. Now, am, am I wrong? I don't know here and I might be wrong, but aren't public officials not allowed to delete their tweets? I believe there's some rule about that record? on their, yeah, on their official, official, but I don't know if it was her official one or if it was like her personal. I don't know. But I think you're right. But can you just imagine if Ted Cruz had said that about her or anybody on the right had said that, that, oh, my gosh, you know, um, AOC tried to kill me. Like, can you imagine the backlash? Yeah, it would I be mean, everywhere. I mean, she'd be booted right out of there. She just gets away with it and nobody, nobody says anything. I don't, I don't understand it. It's such a double standard. I'm looking to see if I can find, I don't even see it on here anymore. So maybe she did. Hmm. Let's see. You can keep talking. I'm just looking real quick. <laughs> it's, it may be there. She may have, it may have been on her, like her personal one. You know, a lot of them have to have two. Yeah. They have um, two so they can say what they want. Yeah, so it may. I'm not sure which one it was on, but I bet she probably did delete it because she got caught lying. <laughs> I mean, oh, can you just can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was anyone on our side? 
it I would just be can't bad. imagine. It would be so ugly and it would never go away. But they just brushed this under the rug. Nobody cares. So basically, if you are a Democrat at, at this point, you can just get away with saying whatever you want and nobody's going to hold you accountable and nobody is going to remember it because, you know, the media is in bed with you, so to speak. So. It's so true. And it's not only is it true that that happens, but it's it's not just happening with AOC. It's happening with other people, too. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, people trying to say that they never called for violence or they never said these things when they're not, they're on video. Like, how right. do you, how do you deny saying something that was, you literally said it on video? Like we can, yeah. we can play it back. Yeah. Like but, Maxine Waters. Yeah. Oh, I, I, mean, I just don't understand what they're thinking and how they think that it, that they're going to get away with the flat out lies. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And you know, if they were on the right, they would never get away with it. I mean, Donald Trump didn't even do anything to incite that violence and people won't let it go. Other I people wouldn't. on the left have specifically said things on video that is that are inciting violence and they just get a free pass. It makes yep. no sense. I mean, you know what? If you're going to hold people accountable, you need to hold everybody accountable. I agree. Not just the ones that you like. But that's our media. We have for sure seen the double standard play out i think i want to stop looking for this because i'm pretty sure (laughs) i'm pretty sure she deleted it because i'm not seeing it anywhere and i remember reading it you guys if you're listening you can go back to our episode last week um that was the kindness chaos and confusion episode and i am pretty certain we read that tweet word for word i believe we did Mm -hmm. exist and we did not make that up friends we read no. it word for word because <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm kind of floored right now because like if if Donald Trump did something like that, it would have been absolutely uh, just the worst thing in the whole world. Yeah. And I saw yesterday that apparently the FBI has confirmed that this attack was planned for several days ahead of time. So anything that the president said at that rally you know even though we already know this clearly not connected directly to the attack but uh, is the media going to actually report that no because they like to they want to blame him so i mean i can't find the tweet but i am finding articles where it says that she refuses to apologize for the tweet so at least there's that sort of like recognition that she did how can she say she didn't say it if she won't (laughs) i did not say it but i'm not apologizing Okay, let's see. Come on. The tweet was in an article. Okay, I found it. January 28th. I'm happy to work with Republicans on this issue where there's common ground, but you almost had me murdered three weeks ago, so you can sit this one out. Happy to work with almost any other GOP that aren't trying to get me killed. In the meantime, if you want to help, you can resign. And she said that quoting Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yep. Wow. Okay. So I feel like I'm going to save this for a few. It might be coming. <laughs> something we need one. to pull up. Yeah, <laughs> in the future. I, I can't believe I finally found it. Okay. Good so work. anyways, double standards. Yes. And then another double standard, if you want to talk about this some, about Marjorie Green. Oh, my word. That poor woman. <sighs> uh, so she's she been in was, office, what, like 30 something days? Yeah. And so she was stripped of her committee assignments they voted the democrats voted to remove her from her committees because of something i don't know something she said sometime which i i think it might have been something she said as a private citizen before she was even in office and i'm sure whatever it was probably wasn't even that bad 
But you have Eric Swalwell, who was sleeping with a Chinese spy, who is right. still on all his committees. I mean, what in the actual what does that mean? <laughs> I, it's it's because she has an R next to her name. That's it's really 100%. what it is. Is the only reason. And she, I think Marjorie said something about you know it's not they're, they're not coming after me because it's me. They're coming after me because of my voters, like because she represents us. Uh, mm -hmm. or the her voters which she has is one of the people that has stayed true and not back down because of threats or whatever are being stripped from her her committees or whatever she stands strong next to what she knows she's representing which is what our represented officials are supposed to do exactly. they're not supposed they're not supposed to to tell you they're going to do one thing get in office and then switch over to whatever the party wants or whatever they're being pressured to or whatever's going to line their pockets that's what we see a lot but that's not what's supposed to happen right so Crazy. i mean good good for her for sticking to her guns and yeah. the the left is just continually showing us who they really are even though we already knew who they really are i feel like they're they don't even care anymore you know yeah. and and people who did vote for biden because i don't believe that no one voted for him of course some people did right. um right. you know i feel like there's a lot of people out there who do have buyer's remorse who mm -hmm. they were so focused on hating trump like they were told to do and that the only way to get rid of you know big bad orange man was to vote for joe biden and now they're like oh no what did i do you know right. Right. And, and I saw last week, apparently, um, I regret my vote for Biden or something along those lines was like the top trending thing on Google. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got that's one of the things that drives me insane is that people are not they get so caught up in the media hype. They get so caught up in being told what they should think, how they should feel that no one thinks for themselves anymore. They don't do their mm -hmm. due diligence. They don't do the research. They just do what the what they're supposed to do, you know, and right. that leads us in situations like this with with joe being in the white house or not even just joe look at some of these these people in congress you know or mm -hmm. even at the the state and local levels with the the crazy governors like Newsom, newsom or whatever his mm -hmm. name is i just made that up y'all y'all can share that you can <laughs> you, that you heard it first here <laughs> governor nuisance He's, i think it's like a hundred they're like less than a hundred thousand signatures away from having him recalled yeah, but if, yeah, if he really hadn't close. have been voted in in the first place then you wouldn't have to go through recalling him right you know and then and then there's also you know i i don't know how much of it is is you know voter fraud or whatever is going on but the fact is that people voted for these people because mm -hmm. I, I have to believe i have to believe that it's because they don't know you know um how bad it's going to be they're getting told it's going to they're getting sold a pipe dream you know mm -hmm. all this stuff is going to happen then these people get in office and they never deliver like how many decades does this need to continue before the people start waking up to realize that that they're being sold a pipe dream and that right. voting for these policies is not going to help you right. you know like okay so speaking of voting voting for policies we talked about it some since the whole um inauguration and everything is that one of the things that the democrats promised to do right away was this covid stimulus stuff right I mean, a lot of i i believe that a lot of people voted for the the um i can't even remember warnock and ossoff mm -hmm. in georgia because they believed that voting those two people in was going to result in the and people getting money in their pockets right away now i will say that some of it is process 
with the with the stimulation their stimulation <laughs> the stimulant gosh we already I talked talk. about swalwell yeah um anyways yeah that was funny um <laughs> <laughs> with the stimulus checks but some of it is just that they're they they don't like to do what they say they're going to do so now we've got we're watching this happen before before our eyes we don't i don't know if it's going to happen or not we'll see um but there's they're talking about fourteen hundred dollar checks they're talking about extending unemployment through i think august the four hundred dollars a week with the boosted unemployment I even saw something about now they're talking about maybe trying to include ongoing payments for families with children. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't see that. So it's something like, so it's like children with, or families with children that have, that are six and under would receive a little bit more. It's like a, a $3,600 in a year, but it would be broken down in monthly payments. Mm -hmm. And then six and over, you know, I think up to 17 would be $3,000 for the year. So it's a little bit less um, and sending it out monthly. Uh, and then also trying to jam in the $15 an hour minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Um, so all this stuff is getting put in there. You don't know if it's going to pass or not because they keep, they keep adding like more and more almost unattainable things to the point where I don't even know if all the Democrats are going to get on board. Right. Um, you know, some of the Democrats in the more conservative areas, you know, the more moderate Democrats, I don't know if they'll be able to, to vote on it for fear of not being reelected because they keep cramming all this crazy stuff in there. Right. You know, so, I mean, the craziest thing to me is the is still the $15 an hour minimum wage. Yeah. And I saw something yesterday that where Biden said, oh, yeah, that may not work. So I don't I mean, duh. Um, but I don't know if that was an official statement or if he was just saying, oh, yeah, we may not be able to make that happen. But well, the reason why I, I know the reason why. It's not because they don't still want $15 an hour minimum wage. It's because of the process they're going to have to go through to, to skirt around GOP support because it looks oh, like okay. it appears they're going to try and ram this through without any Republican support, which they can do through the budget reconciliation process. But the, the something I read about the, the $15 an hour minimum wage probably wouldn't be able to d be pushed through that because it doesn't have anything to do with budget. Um, so I, I, I don't know what's going on there. What are your thoughts and opinions on it? I've been following this very closely because I'm interested in what it is that they're going to do. Yeah, I can't keep up because they keep adding things and changing things. And I just, I, I, they are trying to put things in and get around um, even needing the Republican votes for it. I just, right. I just don't know. But $15 an hour minimum wage is insane. And it is. It will crash our economy. It is right. insanity. I read it. I, I, it uh, spurred something this morning when I was looking on Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter a lot. Um, it <laughs> says, <laughs> Elon Omar said, raising the minimum wage to $15 would lift 900,000 people out of poverty. It's time. And what I want to know is, does she not understand how like money works, how the economy works? Like, I don't think she does. Because that's so far from the truth. And if, I mean, everyone would, as if you just take it, take away any kind of context and you think $15 an hour minimum wage, oh, that's so great. You know, people will have more money in their pocket. It'll stimulate the economy. You know, the people are like, how can this be bad? But the, at the end of the day, $15 an hour minimum wage is not going to stimulate the economy. It's not, it might mm -hmm. may put more money in your pocket, but when, Jobs are being, you know, no longer available because companies can't afford it anymore. Um, their overhead goes too high. They have to eliminate jobs, not create more. 
And then they have mm -hmm. to raise the price of the <clears throat> goods that they sell in order to compensate for that. So the cost of goods goes up so that therefore the cost of living goes up. You may have more money in your pocket, but you really have less uh, the same amount or less spending power because you're right back where you were if you were making $7 an hour with the cost right. of goods being what they are now, which right. I just I don't understand. It's basic economics. Like, how are people not understanding that? Right. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't. They just don't have an, yeah, they don't have an understanding of how these things actually work. <laughs> they clearly don't. don't. And they also feel entitled to flip burgers and make 15 bucks an hour, which is insane. But yikes. I know. And you know, what's crazy is that my understanding always was that jobs like flipping burgers, <laughs> it's not a, it's not something it's that not to a be career. ashamed. Right. It's not something to be ashamed that you did, but it's not, no, it's not no. meant to be a long-term career move it's for right. people just starting out in the workforce or right. teenagers someone's right. got to do those jobs they're always right. going to be there but right. it, it's not meant to be a livable wage it's right. just not it's a stepping stone uh, it's exactly and like i feel like i learned these basic concepts because i took economics as a requirement required class i took civics and economics in high school and mm -hmm. i don't know if people weren't paying attention or if it's not the same everywhere or what but it's, it's a basic concept that's very lacking amongst a s alarmingly large part of the country. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and every time I see people talking about it, it just makes me want to pull my hair out because I'm like, yeah. you do under not understand what you're doing. And, you know, and the fact that what we're not even, we're not even a month in yet since, you know, the inauguration took place. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like 18 years. I know. Oh my God. And the occupation started like, and we've already had orders that have killed jobs and, you know, people losing jobs that way. So now they're trying to enact this. It's going to cost more jobs. I mean, mark my word, if they pull it, if they push it through, we're going to be worse off right now than we are because there's going to be more people that are unemployed. There's going to be less available jobs for the workforce. And in my mind, it's almost like thinking, are they working towards more government dependence? Right. Yeah. And I guess that's what they want. Is they yeah, want I us mean, to, be, they to be dependent. Yeah. Which the, is so ridiculous. I mean, the whole, everybody is better off if we're all self-sufficient. Exactly. Yeah. It's, the, just, it's just basic capitalism. But right, they don't like the, that. They don't like the, capitalism. They don't. And our country was founded on less government. We don't want big government. You don't want the someone that could come in and step in and say what you can and cannot do all the time. You know, with your money, with, you know, just basic things, our basic rights. That's why we have those. Yeah. <laughs> and the only way that the government is, is getting more controls because we're giving it to we're them. We're giving it to them. Yeah. We're giving it up. And yep. I just, I, it's scary. I hope that people wake up and do something yeah. about it now, you know, with the, I, I have mixed feelings with the, the stimulus money because on one hand, you don't want to put the country in more more debt, you know, fiscally. I've always been more fiscally conservative. Um, you know, I don't want people giving government handouts to everyone. But on the on the other hand, because of the pandemic and the government making decisions that cost people their jobs, their livelihoods, their you know homes, and it is our tax money. I am supportive of sending out stimulus checks to the people who need it. Mm -hmm. you know right so yeah. which i understand the the um the argument to lower the income cap but 
on the other hand, see, I'm, I'm a very objective person. <laughs> yes, on, you are. You have both on, sides. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, lowering the income threshold could exclude people that live in parts of the country and um, where the cost of living is higher and right. $50,000 a year is poverty level. Right. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, I do think people are beginning to wake up a little bit. People are seeing, boy, we had it really good for four years. And, you know, maybe we had a a mean tweet now and then, but boy, we were a lot better off in every other way. (laughs) Man, speaking of the, uh, speaking of the, the quote unquote mean tweets, Twitter sure is a boring place without President Trump. All of social media is so boring without him. It doesn't even, it's it's so quiet. It's quiet. It's like you you go in there and you all you see is stupid stuff about the Super Bowl being racist or something. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> ridiculous things, <laughs> you know. And I'll tell you, know who who else I miss? I miss Kaylee. Oh my word, she was amazing. And this new girl, mm, no. I tried. I, I tried watching something earlier with uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what her name is. Redhead girl. Yeah. I tried to watch something earlier with her and Peter Ducey and I was going to play it uh, for our listeners and I just couldn't even get through it myself. So I was like, you know, no, we're not going to, I'm not going to subject you guys to that because I can't even stand yeah. her voice, you know, yeah, and her smug little good. look on her face. No, yeah. she's not. Mm-hmm. And you know, she, I mean, I've looked her up. She's well-educated and all that. I'm sure she's qualified on paper, but you have to have a certain personality to have that job. And I don't yes. think she has it. I don't think she has, the backbone and the the public speaking skills that you need no. to have that job I'm sure you know I'm sure on paper she's qualified and all that but she just doesn't have it and Kaylee was amazing and I miss her too bring back Kaylee I know I and you know not like you said not everyone can do it even I mean we started out with the Trump administration with Sean Spicer and I just don't think he was the right person for the job either like yeah. he just he just he didn't quite have the right yeah and, you know we love Sean Spicer but he didn't quite have the right the right vibe for that now Sarah Sanders was awesome loved her yes um but Kaylee she just she could just put people in their place and she was so sharp and just she was she was amazing I agree. I miss her so much. I do. Like I, she was so, she was just so great, but so I'm not going to, I'm not going to play that for anyone, but um, it was basically just Peter Ducey was asking her like, Hey, you know, these people that are getting put out of of jobs uh, because of the Keystone pipeline being canceled and the executive order and all of that. When are these new green jobs going to be available for them that was promised? And how long is this gap going to be? And she just kept saying, oh, well, you didn't come with facts. You didn't come with statistics. And she wouldn't really answer the question, which is infuriating. Mm. Yeah, it's her job. Her job is to answer questions. (laughs) Right. But she basically just circles back or says she'll circle back and doesn't circle back. But I would like to circle back to Kaylee, please. Yes, please. I would like to circle back to her and then just stop. Like, yes. <laughs> not just go anywhere her. after that. Just, yeah, just keep her forever. She's amazing. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, we've got uh, so much stuff going on. Um, but at the same time, it feels like there's just bleh. It's the news is just yeah. bleh. Yeah, there's just, it's there's no life of the party. It's no, just... because where where is President Trump? I wonder what he's going to, I know he's planning something. Someone, I can't, oh, I wish I would have saved that. Someone tweeted the other day that they had spoke to him and that, you know, big things were coming and, you know, mm-hmm. stay tuned, but I, I want to know what they are. I know. I don't, I, I miss him and I don't like not knowing what's going on. <laughs> I, well, for four years, we knew everything that was going on. Yeah. Like yeah. 
everything. We all were always informed. That was one thing I loved about the way that he, that he, you know, governed as a president was that he would spoke directly to us. He didn't wait for the news to tell you what was happening. He didn't wait for, you know, a press release to be sent out or whatever. He came directly to us, whether it be on social media or having a rally or whatever. And he got around all of those people to tell us, Hey, this is what's going on. And then everyone silenced him and yeah. it's not cool anymore. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, bring him back. President Trump, we miss you. If you're listening Please. to this, we Please love listen you. to this. We love you. We miss you. We miss you. We want come you back. Come on our show. Come, come yes. join our show. <laughs> we will. We will interview him. It would be. A, wouldn't that be fun? It would. It would be That'd amazing. Be so fun. We would love that. Yeah, I would welcome it, or anyone that wants to come on and tell us what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We'll we take would it. love to. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, it's knowing what he's doing. It kind of makes you wonder, like, what is the future of the GOP? You know, like, are we, yeah. are we trying to plan to vote every, vote them out? Are we trying to start a new party? I'm, I mean, at first I was so mad. I was so angry with the GOP and I still am. But mm-hmm. at first I was like, no, no more GOP, forget them, new party, you know, or whatever. But there have been some good points made with that is that it's really difficult to start a new party. I mean, look, the Green Party has been trying to take hold or they can't even hardly get on the ticket. Um, for a long time, Libertarian Party. Um, unfortunately, even though I've said it many times, I hate the I hate our party politics. I hate the two party system. Um, I hate that there's an R and a D next to people's names, and then that <laughs> clouds everything. But mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like the future of the GOP is going to be we're going to have to vote the people out and replace them with people that we want there. Right. And that's going to have to be the focus. Mm-hmm. You know. And we talked about it before, local levels matter, state levels matter. Um, But I want to say something leading into that. So we're going to have to come together like we've done before. But one of the things that I feel like is really, 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 really damaging us as a group, I'm not even talking about the GOP, I'm just talking about people that support, uh, supported President Trump, that support America first, that, you know, our MAGA people, is all the conspiracy theories. Oh, you know, okay, everything does not mean something else. He said exactly. this, and that means this. No, I mean, maybe sometimes it does, but no. Exactly. No. I was, I, that was no. one of the things that, that aggravated me whenever I, you know, yesterday when I keep talking about being mad at Twitter is, you know, I knew I was going to start. I'm being a circle back girl right now. I'm circling back. To I ain't no Bowl. circle back girl. <laughs> I'm circling back to the Super Bowl because I, I I held off saying something about this till we got to conspiracies, the halftime show. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about it for just a second, okay? I'm not even. I don't. I don't care if you liked the show or didn't like the show. If you're a fan of the weekend or not a fan of the weekend, that doesn't even matter because what what happened was people immediately started saying it was some kind of satanic ritual or coming up with this theory or that theory about what was going on and it just it's it makes us look bad when you do stuff like that because that is not what was happening um that if you and and a lot of people they don't don't even know who the weekend is they're not paying any attention or whatever they they don't pay attention to pop culture and that's fine um, but if you paid any attention to the weekend and it's just, the weekend is just that single guy, his name's Abel. Um, he 
has been had a series of these um, posts on Instagrams, these performances where he's had his face wrapped in bandages. He's had prosthetics on where it looked like he had major plastic surgery. Um, and it was part of this this concept album that he did. His newest album is a concept album with, with method acting. And the, the intention behind the method acting and the concept of the album was basically calling out the vanity in Hollywood and saying that people are, are uh, here, let me read. Uh, those familiar with the songs on the album know that the storyline follows a man's descent into madness while chasing excess and happiness in all the wrong places. In a new interview with Variety, The Weeknd elaborates on his reason for performing in bandages because he did this before at the Grammys. He said the significance of the entire head bandages is reflecting on the absurd culture of Hollywood celebrity and people manipulating themselves for superficial reasons to please and be validated. As for why he decided to change his appearance to promote after hours, The Weeknd said, I suppose you could take that being attractive isn't important to me, but a compelling narrative is. And so that was the message behind his performance at the Super Bowl. And I, mm -hmm. I was so excited to be able to come on here on this platform that we've been given to, to dispel the conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's not. <laughs> There's nothing behind it. Sometimes things just are what they are. Yeah, some things are just exactly what they look like. They are. And like the, the, the way that people are running with things and trying to put some kind of deep, secret, sinister, dark message on everything, it's delegitimizing the real issues right. there, when there's right. really something going on. Right. Um, it it's, takes it's the focus all, off of those. It does. It's almost the same. I want to compare this. Maybe this is something that I finally, I'm trying to get people to understand. So our, us being up in arms about them putting racism on every single little thing when it doesn't make sense, bringing racial issues into everything to the point where it has diluted racism. Racism is bad. I want to say right. that true racism right. is horrible. Discriminating against someone for the color of their skin is something, not, something that none of us should do. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, yellow, purple, whatever. You should not be discriminated on based against based on the color of your skin. And any any form of true racism, it should absolutely be you know shut down and um, what is the word I'm looking for disavowed. Mm -hmm. However, with the way that things are going and the, they're calling everything racist, and it has unfortunately made the word racism lose some of its power right. because it, right. it's, it's like oh. It. Exactly. You're like, oh, okay, racism again. Like, you know, people aren't even taking it seriously anymore. Right. That is the same thing that people are doing with these conspiracy theories. Because when we, there's something that's true, something that's real that needs to be taken seriously, they're like, oh, God, not another one of those conspiracy theories again. Right. And so, like, I would encourage you guys to not just spout off at the mouth. You're like, oh, my God, he's got a jock strap on his face or bandages and he's wearing a red suit. The devil is in the house. Like, come <laughs> on, dude. No. Like, it just take a moment and if it sounds crazy don't say it right <laughs> like take it if it's not real if you have no facts to back it up because i found what i knew what was happening because i'd been paying attention because i really thought the weekend had gotten plastic surgery and looked ridiculous and i was like why did he do that to his face um so i sort of had a heads up so when they came out in bandages i was like oh you know this is pretty funny he's kind of trolling himself it's like you know doing this whole thing that he's been doing with the pictures and then you saw his face was completely normal and so to me i wasn't alarmed by it at all but when i saw people saying ritual whatever it took me literally two seconds to get on google or some other search engine and pull up and find out exactly what the the message was and i was like these people just take a second do your research do your due diligence and stop doing this please right for the love of god stop it right <laughs> Right. So that way, when there actually is 
something that is legitimately a conspiracy, we'll pay attention. I mean, it's like crying wolf, you know? Right, exactly. Quit crying wolf because no one's going to believe wolf. us. Quit crying conspiracy wolf. <laughs> yes. And even... But, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I, I was, was just going to say... say... <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Okay, you go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, it really did look like those people were wearing underwear on their faces, but whatever. <laughs> I'll give you that. I will give you that. It kind of did look what like meant. underwear. Yeah, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't care what it meant. I was like, why right. are they wearing briefs on <laughs> Right. Okay, so that I can put people question. You're like, what is that or whatever? But instead of saying, hey, what was going on there? They went, oh, no, this is demonic. This is like Satan right. and stuff. We were like, whoa, 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 hold on. Just look it up for a second. They were bandages. I knew what they were right away simply because that he had um, – there was pictures of him in a red suit with his face bandaged up. Um, right before he had those prosthetics put on his face that looked like he had ridiculous plastic surgery and changed his whole face and had like botched surgery. But, um, I was just going to say too, like, even, even with stuff that is real and stuff that we need to focus on, people will go off on these little rabbit trails off the edges and the fringes of the, of the conspiracy and start embracing things that don't have any backing so then people start to not believe the whole thing mm-hmm. it, it invalidates the whole thing um you know so i would i would try to stick to to stuff that that you can back up or at least that you've done some research on if you have something to back it up absolutely go out there share your piece it doesn't matter if people think it's a conspiracy if you have facts to back it up i'm not saying conspiracies are bad you know i know where the term conspiracy theory came from and a right. lot of conspiracies have truth behind them what i am saying is don't jump the gun and just say things and and try to put a meaning on literally everything you know, sometimes right. someone wearing a purple tie is just someone wearing a purple tie. You know, sometimes right. people in a red suit, it's just a person in it's a red, a red suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Right. But um, real quick, I wanted to just touch on this a little bit because we because I brought celebrity into it. Have you seen anything with the free Britney stuff, the Britney Spears stuff? I have not, but I have to admit that I am hopelessly out of it with this type of thing. Like the weekend, like I never heard of the guy before. So yeah, I'm I'm not hip on this stuff. I'm old and I listen to the 80s station. (laughs) Okay. So then I will be your pop culture queen because I am totally like involved with all of this stuff. Um, And I I've kind of watched this, this stuff going on with Britney Spears for a while now, especially like, you know, when like the Harvey Weinstein stuff was coming out and like Mm -hmm. our, um, all of the stuff about what goes on in Hollywood and these young stars, you know, she started out um, with the Mickey Mouse club with Disney. And um, you know, I grew up with Britney Spears and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and like the whole boy band, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've, I've watched her, life just kind of devolve over these years and um it's kind of come back into the spotlight because it was a documentary that was released called framing britney spears and it's really brought to light a lot of things that people didn't know that was going on in her life and some of the reasons why she you know she had that mental breakdown in in 20 uh 2007 where she shaved her head and you know the whole Mm -hmm. baseball or baseball bat incident um and the hashtag free britney a lot of people are concerned about her um and I just, it's just insane to watch it. And if you guys want, I haven't, I haven't watched the documentary myself yet. I just saw it this morning. I plan on watching it and I'll come back and let you guys know what, what I find out. Um, but just to touch on the, the culture that is in Hollywood and something that, um, that the weekend was trying to like call out, like he's trying to call out some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but especially with the child stars and what happened to Brittany, like uh, the way she was being controlled and, you know, all of the, the horrible sexism that, that went along with that, with um, her being sexualized at a, a very young age. Mm-hmm. And then now her, her father is, he was granted um, a, cons- I don't know what it's called. Basically he's a conservator over her entire estate. She can't do anything. She can't go on a date. She can't have a public appearance. She's not allowed to say things. She's not allowed to do anything without her father's permission. Otherwise she risks being locked back up. Um, not and wait a minute. Criminally. How old is she? <laughs> she's like in her thirties. Yeah. I was going to say, she's not like a 16 year old, right? <laughs> Right. No, but the, the that's why the court had to grant him this. Okay. And so gotcha. he is he is, uh, and it happened after her breakdown in t- in two thousand seven, and mm-hmm. she can't she cannot break free from it. And if you watch some of these videos that she has released, it's so weird, and like, just the things that are the way that she is and the words that she says. Like even I saw something the other day where she had said, "So I've heard that you guys have been saying, and it's stuff that people were saying in the comments, and it's just like makes you think she didn't read these, like she was told mm-hmm. about it." Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel really bad for her, and um, I hope that her story in this documentary can help, you know, shine the light on some of the weird stuff that happens in Hollywood to some of these people, and they get in and they don't know what they're getting into, and then. You know, and these Hollywood people, these celebrities are in bed with politicians and, oh, yeah. you know, so it's all, it's all connected. It's all this big ball of slime, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the, the human trafficking stuff and mm-hmm. the sexual exploitation of young actors and actresses and everything that we've learned over the last few years. I saw, I felt like this, this free Britney thing was something that was important. It was trending and it had this documentary that just been released. So, I mean, if anybody has any thoughts on Britney, I know there was a lot of, of making fun of her, you know, there was the free Britney Spears video that was viral a few years ago. Um, but what's going on with her is serious. And it's something that I feel deserves a little bit of attention, at least in my mind. And of course, mm-hmm. like I said, I'll be your pop culture queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'll be, I'm the reference for like um, things that were popular 20 or 30 years ago. <laughs> See, I was, you know, like I was in my early teens during the new kids on the block days in like the late eighties, you know, like the, the eighties boy band, you know, that was yeah. my era, you know, late eighties, early nineties. So I'm a good reference for that. Not that anybody cares about any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think part partially because I, of um, being involved with these whenever I was a teenager also my kids keep me very up to date on things um, yeah yeah that's so, how I only way I know anything at all and I don't know a lot but if I know something it's because of my kids <laughs> and see with the weekend I was excited that he was performing because I like his music so I knew all the songs that he played um mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't like he's there's a whole like, generation that knows him and they're like probably I would say a whole generation or two that have no idea who he is yeah yeah, I, ha- I had never heard of him, and there was some song he sang that I had heard my kids sing before, like, I, it was familiar, but, like, I I have no idea. But, like, my, my kids will say, like, whatever, like, some phrase that's trendy, and I'll pick it up, but then by the time I pick it up, it's not trendy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's always changing. Lingo yeah, I know, I can't keep up. I don't changing. even try. Yeah, and you, you get to a point in your life where you're just like, I just don't even care anymore. I just don't even try to keep up, and I am at that point, so. Right. <laughs> I feel you. I mean, there's, there's a lot of words, you know, like uh, the 
it took me a second to catch on to what like cap and no cap meant. I'm like, what does that mean? But in case you what? didn't know, what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> if people say no cap, that means they're telling the truth, like no lies. And if people oh. are like, why is he always capping? That's like, why is he always lying? Oh, I see. I didn't know that. So you said cap and no cap. And I just thought like, okay, you're wearing a hat or you're not wearing a hat. <laughs> Maybe we should do a segment on uh, what the the slang, current slang is and what it means. <laughs> because sometimes you hear people, some of the kids talk and you're like, they're using all this slang and you're like, what in the heck did you just say? Like, I don't understand well, the whole sentence. Yeah. And sometimes like I've read these articles that are like, these are the um, acronyms that your children are using in their texts. Like, and they're like things you should be aware of. And, you know, so maybe sometimes it helps to be sort of in the loop because maybe they're yeah. talking about something or doing something and you don't know and you're like, oh, okay. And you have no idea what it really means and you should yep. know. I mean, so, it's, it, it is kind of an, an important topic, I think, sometimes, especially for us. We are the housewives. You know, we have children, we have families. Um, so maybe it would be an important thing that we could visit is kind of just talk about what this slang is. And so you can be just aware of what your kids are saying. Yeah. They can, they, if you don't know, they can say things right in front of you and you won't know. Yeah. Definitely. You, know, yeah. you can read their text messages and still have no clue what's going on. Yeah, because they use all these, you know, acronyms. Yeah. Like, I'm still like, oh, yeah, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, out of it. I'm out of it. But the thing is, I'm old and I don't care. So as long as I can keep up with what my kids are talking about, I'm that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got you. So, uh, yeah, I need my, my young friends to keep me hit. <laughs> Okay, so I am, I'm considering now having a, a little slight pop culture um, little segment on here. Yeah, I think that's a good culture. idea. Because I mean, it's where we've got we, we've got the news going on and stuff. But like you said, sometimes like lately, there's it's been without Trump, it's kind of boring. And yeah. you know, pop culture feeds right into politics, especially with as much as the celebrities have decided they want to insert themselves and get involved um, mm -hmm. with what's going on. So, yeah, like. No one cares what they think, honestly. No, no, but they think that people do. But no, they do. I've I've do. never in my life, and, and and I don't know if anyone else has, but never in my life have I heard a celebrity celebrity say who they're voting for and been like, oh my gosh, they're the Rock is voting for Biden. I, that means I need to. Like, I don't yeah. really, I don't give a crap. Yeah, you know, I like, don't can care. you just shut up and make good movies? Like, I don't care what your political leanings are. Yeah, everybody yeah. <laughs> doesn't. I don't know why they think people people care. It's like no, I don't know. No, 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 shut up. A, a inflated, you know, feeling of self-importance because yeah. of the, there being celebrities. Like, you're a yeah. celebrity because you're entertaining us. Like, that has nothing, no bearing whatsoever on our economy or running the country. Yeah, you know? and you might be a total idiot, you know. <laughs> That's know. so true, yes. I mean, what do we know about, about your education or your background or anything else? You might be completely stupid. I mean, like just because you can make you're funny and you can make a good movie or you can read scripts well does not mean that you're qualified to right. tell people who to vote for. Right, you know? exactly. exactly. And there's a, an enormous amount of people who don't do research and they are too influenced by what they hear in the news or uh, on TikTok or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it does scare me a little bit, though. I will say this. It scares me a little bit to know that some of these Gen Zers are going to be a voting age in a few years. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's a that's a scary like we we made fun of the millennials and I, I have to say with my age I I technically fall into that millennial generation, the the older millennials. Um, but mm -hmm. I'm in the millennial generation and my generation has been made fun of, 
rightly so, um, <laughs> for a, a lot of things that, that they have done. Um, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't have been made fun of because there's a lot of things, stupid things that millennials did. Sure. Um, but the Gen Zers, like they really, and my kids are Gen Z. Um, so I don't want to be too mean about them, but there's just like, they're the Tide Pod generation. They're the, yeah. the, the yeah. generation that gets on and they, they, they're the cancel culture generation. And like these people are going to be a voting age in a few years. And I feel like, I almost feel like it's really important that they somehow get educated that somehow we do something that appeals to these this generation and and educate them because they're obviously not getting it from either at home or school or whatever because they are the most misled misguided group of people i've ever mm-hmm. i i'm scared i'm scared about what happens whenever they they get old enough to vote right yeah well here's where Our we future leaders we're, we're educating them right here true <laughs> you have to listen to us yep maybe if i maybe if we hashtag some free britney they'll listen <laughs> maybe. okay yeah i'll help with the thoughts but you you help with the actual how to say it to get their attention because uh, they think i'm like completely out of it because i am but you know they're like oh what does this old lady know about this I don't. Uh, oh you're not an old lady <laughs> it's funny Oh, but yeah, so I, I do think that that is a generation we need to, to keep our eyes on where yeah. most of them are not voting age yet. And it's really the young Gen Zers that, that have this toxic mindset. And I don't, and if you're listening and you're Gen Z, I'm not trying to say anything mean about you at all. Um, it's just that the mindset that I'm seeing in this cancel culture and, and going on and jumping on the socialism and the communism bandwagon, like you just don't know yet, you know, like, yeah, your they heart. just don't know. No, just don't know. Just do not know. They don't have the life experience. They don't have the education about history right. to understand it. Right. And it's so important. So yeah. um, anyways, we'll, we will definitely be talking about that some more. Um, but I would say that one thing I want to keep my eye on, because I think that the the impeachment start trial starts in the Senate today, if I'm right. I believe so. Yeah, I think I think so, which is just this sham of an impeachment, the second one. Um, that he's gone through and we've already saw there's not going to be enough they don't have enough republican support to actually impeach him Uh, but they're going to go forward with the trial and all of this stuff and it's just the like we were talking about earlier the insanity with the double standards and you know the left has consistently called for violence we played that on one of our other our past Mm -hmm. episodes the clip Mm -hmm. of them calling for violence um you know and like there was something even though lindsey graham i have a love-hate relationship with him meaning that he says something sometimes and I'm like, yeah, go Lindsay. And then other times he does things and I'm like, what side are you on? I can't tell. Yeah. Um, which I hate that more than someone who's just straight in your face and tells yeah. you who they are. Yeah. Stay one but, way. Yeah. It, it, it bugs me. But um, I did see this clip this morning um, of him talking and I agree with him. So I want to play it for you guys real quick. Uh I buried it in my Alexandra Casia Cortez. I can't even say her name. AOC looking AOC. for her tweets. All right, here it is. All right, I'm going to play this real quick. What Democrats have done is basically declared war on the presidency itself. The impeachment in the House took place without a hearing, without one witness being called, and without a lawyer for the president of the United States. You can't get a traffic ticket based on the procedures they used to impeach President Trump. And we're also impeaching a man who's out of office. When you combine a snap impeachment with an impeachment of a president who's out of office, you're going to destroy the presidency itself. I know you hate Trump, but 
please pull back before we set in motion the destruction of the presidency by never-ending impeachments based on lack of due process and political retribution Whoa. as the motive. The so Amen. I completely agree with him on that um, and the way he worded it. You, like, the fact that he said you can't even get a, a traffic ticket with this procedure that they, they there was no due process there was no trial there was no presentation of evidence you know what did they i think it was something crazy like the articles of impeachment got drawn up and pushed them in like seven hours oh my word it was something in the house it was ridiculous it's insane so in like the fact that you're you're trying to impeach someone who's not even off he's not been in office for three weeks yeah what are they doing can we go back and impeach other pre- can we go back and impeach Obama? Because I yeah. feel like there's a bunch of impeachable offenses now. Yep. You know, it's all political theater and it's ridiculous. But they don't think about the precedent that they're setting. They you really know, don't. They, they don't think about it. Impeachment should be reserved for serious offenses. It should be very rarely used. And here we go again with this nonsense. It was nonsense the first time, and it's nonsense this time. Yep. It's just a. It's, it's like you said, it's political theater, and it's not going to go anywhere. He's not actually going to be impeached. He's going to be impeached twice in the House and acquitted twice in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all for show. It's all because they're – you know what's funny is that you would think, you'd think, after successfully getting him out of office, they would be moving on with their lives. But Donald Trump still lives rent-free in their heads, and I think oh, yeah. they're, they're afraid of what he's going to do next. Mm-hmm. They're afraid because now, now he has – a little bit more freedom to do and say what he wants and he's not present anymore. So he can go off and say whatever, you know, with yep. not classified information, but um, he could start a social media platform. Like has mm-hmm. been rumored. He could start a media network like has been rumored um, and give himself a platform. And they know people are going to flock to it. They know they're going to listen. He could go out and continue to do rallies and people would show up by the hundreds of thousands, just like always. Oh, and yeah. Can so you imagine just- Oh, I hope yeah. he does that. I hope he does I do that. too. I do too. And I would support him on any of those things mm-hmm. uh, or all of those things. So I think that they're just afraid of what he might do. And they're afraid that they, they feel like they need to quote unquote deprogram us and like show he's bad, you know, but they don't realize, or they don't care that we see through it. Like it's right. We're like, oh, whatever. And they, once again, just like with the conspiracies, just like with racism, they have diluted the, potency of impeachment mm-hmm. like it's exactly it doesn't mean anything anymore like oh no. like oh we don't like you let's impeach you you know right um just like i i feel like the you know marjorie green introducing articles of impeachment day one on the biden administration even though we all knew it was not going to go anywhere um because the democrats have the majority uh, so there's no way to advance the that impeachment i feel like it was a brilliant move on her part because it's like hey well if we can just throw out impeachments any mm-hmm. you know we let's throw one out day one let's go ahead yeah. and get this started yep. um because impeachment used to be reserved for like something major you right. know um and now they're just like every time they turn around they want to throw it out throw out an impeachment and so what Lindsay was saying too was that they were just going to you know ruin the office of the presidency and mm-hmm. they are yeah so, in more ways than one but yes. yeah yeah so. it's crazy We'll keep our eye on that and see what happens, and, and we'll we'll touch back on that. We'll we'll leave that as we'll one of our back. ongoing stuff. We'll circle back. Yes. Uh, uh, but uh, to move on to some some more fun things of the week, um, this is slowly becoming one of my favorite segments as well. Uh, is our dumbest news of the week? 
Yes, and I think we, we maybe should rename this to be the you can't make this stuff up segment. Oh, I like that. What, what do we think of that? Yeah. I do, so, I like that. Yeah, we have a couple. One, um, there was a uh, Twitter post last week saying that, um, and I have, to, I have to click on it and see who it was that said this, but it was somebody in San Francisco. And we talked about San Francisco last week and before when they were renaming the schools that were named mm -hmm. after Lincoln and Washington, and even one that's named after Dianne Feinstein, which, okay. Um, so someone in this same area, a school official says that acronyms, are you ready for this? Are a symptom of white supremacy. What? Wait, what? Yep. So <laughs> tell me, yeah. So yeah, an acronym, I'm not really sure why, but um, an acronym is a sign of white supremacy. So somebody should tell the NAACP and NFL <laughs> and the NBA and all the other organizations that um, have you know, uh, acronyms. lots of different you know, races involved and are known by their acronyms. Okay, so I just, I clicked on it so I could see, okay. <laughs> Acronyms are a symptom of white supremacy culture. Why? Well, the station said the director of the arts department wrote in a memo that acronyms are a symptom of white supremacy culture. The use of so many acronyms within the educational field oftentimes tends to alienate those who may not speak English to understand those acronyms. <sighs> <sighs> what? Okay. Um, hmm. All right. Yeah. Everybody knows English is a tough language. I mean, it's a very, it's like the hardest language to learn, but I don't feel like having acronyms is, first of all, it's not, it, it's not to make things harder. It's to make things simpler, but like there was never an intention like, Hey guys, let's make up this thing called acronyms to confuse people. And so that we can be better than other people. I mean, come on. It's well, useless. also to me, to me, that's me, the way that that's worded. It sounds like they're saying that all white people speak English and all non-English speaking people are not white because they're, they're saying right. it's white supremacy. Right. So Which makes no sense. No. So there's there's no languages that are spoken outside of uh, of English that white people speak. Apparently, um, if you're white, you're automatically speaking English. Yeah. And I'm sorry. <laughs> what what language is it that black Americans are speaking? I mean, I, you know, like, yes, there's a lot of Latinos, they may speak Spanish, but that that's typically not the, the racial group that people are getting offended about, you know, what I mean, so, I, speak, I speak fluent English is what I grew up speaking. I don't know what some of these acronyms mean. I have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. I, I right. certainly never thought, man, they don't want me to know. No. Like, why, why, why do they think they're better than I am? Because they can have this acronym. Oh my God, it's just, you just can't, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make, make this up. stuff up. Yes, see, perfect. Oh, <laughs> gosh, this, uh, I don't even know, people are crazy, but. Yeah, well. they are. But speaking of crazy, tell us about our Florida Man <laughs> headline of the week. So I had to pick this one just because the headline made me laugh. Um, Florida man with Florida tattoo on forehead is arrested for calling 911 to ask for a ride home. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was, I was reading it. Florida man with a Florida tattoo on forehead arrested for calling 911 to ask for a ride home. So Why would you, what? <laughs> I'm so confused right now. Why would you be so, arrested for that? Because he called back a couple of times. Um, 
he called 911 and asked for a ride home. They, they offered to send him a cab and he was like, no, I don't have any money. I need a ride home. They gave him a non-emergent number to call and he called back again and said he needed, he was kind of belligerent, needed a ride home, um, said something about not understanding something. I don't know if he was maybe just not educated. I'm not sure. And so while he was on the phone with 911, a deputy came and picked him up. Um, and it was for, uh, the charge was for, let me look, I forgot what the charge was for. Um, and he does, he has a, a tattoo of the state of Florida, like right in the middle of his forehead. <laughs> like it's the, the actual state. Um, which wow. I was, it, he just looks crazy. Um, okay. Oh, so when they, a blanket statement here. If you have a tattoo on your face, you might be crazy. Right. Well, when the deputy arrived, they found that he was in possession of marijuana, which he denied knowing what it was. He denied knowing what the marijuana was. What? And then, yes, he faces charges of misusing the night mis misusing the nine one one system in possession of marijuana. So that's why he was arrested. But the headline just caught my eye. I was like, say what now? <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I just want to throw out there too. I almost used this this Florida man headline, um, but the streaker that was on the field in the during the Super Bowl, he was also a Florida man. I knew it as soon as as soon as the guy was running on the field. I was like, that man's from Florida, you know, because <laughs> there was people at the Super Bowl that were from everywhere. Yeah. But that man that man is from Florida, and he was he was a, he was from Florida, and he was arrested for trespassing. Um, it's just we've got a we've got a great group of people down here. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, something else. <laughs> it is. It is. I just, I love my Florida man headlines. Um, they, they are entertaining. Laugh. They very they much are. And then I had to, I, I debated whether I was going to talk about this or not, but it was just too crazy to not. And I'm sure that a lot of you have, have seen this because it kind of went viral, but there's a girl who went viral on TikTok um, after posting a video warning people not to use Gorilla Glue spray adhesive on her hair. She, in, in place of got to be glued hairspray. So apparently she, she, and I've used got to be glued hairspray. That stuff is serious business. Stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it will keep your hair exactly where you want it. You can wash it out. Well, she ran out. So she had a bottle of spray adhesive. It was Gorilla Glue. And she decided to use that on her hair instead and has tried to wash her hair, has done all this stuff. And after about a month, she decided to turn to social media to find out like, hey, can you guys help me? My hair won't literally won't move. And then I saw also someone saying that the more, more times she, she washed her hair and put water to it, it hardened it more because it's water activated spray. Um, so yeah, she's got a, a perma ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> And she can't, she went to the hospital because she started, it's obviously, I'm sure her scalp is burning. Um, and they tried to use acetone, like nail polish remover mm -hmm. to get it up, but it was burning her scalp. And so the, that's not even the most ludicrous part of this. She's now the, the Gorilla Glue girl. Um, but she started a GoFundMe to raise money for medical expenses. She asked for $1,500. She, the last I looked, she was at $12,000 raised. What? Yes, yes, yes. And then on top we're in the of wrong, that, we're in the wrong business. It's what I, I know. I was telling my mom about this last night and she's like, give me some Gorilla Glue. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm really. going to I'm, I'm do this next. But um, the, the craziest part to me is that apparently she is now considering suing Gorilla Glue. Wow. Yeah. So this is a, this is the reasoning real quick. It says our source, her name is Tessica, by the way, that's her name. 
Okay. Our sources say that, that Tessica's hired, hired an attorney and is weighing her legal options against Gorilla Glue. We're told the label on the product she used says do not use on eyes, skin, or clothing with no mention of hair, which Tessica feels is misleading. Gorilla Glue says all of his products are considered permanent and the packaging states it as well, but we're told Tesca felt it was okay because the product said it was multi-use. So, okay. Um, is, it in, <laughs> is it on her scalp or is it just in her hair? Like, shave your head. If it's she, just... she can't get it underneath. It's so glued down because you know how um, certain hairstyles, they'll slick it down to their scalp? Yeah, that's how it is. That's what she did. She uh, used it to like slick down her edges and get her hair like super smooth. So it's so glued down that you can't even get a razor underneath it because she's tried. Um, so like she's wow. tried to get it. She's uh, from what I've read because I watched all the TikToks. I watched her YouTube video because I was trying to. <laughs> I, I was super interested to figure out if she figured out how to get it out of her hair. Yeah. Um, well, she ha she hasn't posted anything since she went to the ER. Uh, after that, like there was a video of her her and another woman trying to like get the the acetone to loosen up her hair, and she was I did feel a little bit bad for her because she was like crying and in pain, and obviously it's painful. But then yeah. she turns around and is gonna sue Gorilla Glue. I just no. Wow, folks, <laughs> it is about personal responsibility. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We got to have that. Everybody needs to have more personal responsibility. I'm sorry, but if you, you make a mistake like that and you put something on your head that's obviously not, it's it's spray adhesive. It's not for your hair. You don't put it on your hair. If you're not supposed right. to put it on your skin, don't put it in your hair, you know? Like, right. it's just like common sense and you can't sue a company for, I don't think you should be able to sue a company for something that you did, a choice that no, you made. No, that's like, that's like suing, um, you know, Ford because you crashed your car. Right. You I know. I saw people on Twitter were like, well, if she wins this case, I'm going to sue Chick-fil-A for the 15 pounds I gained over quarantine. You know, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. choices that you made that led to, to these consequences. You can't, you have to take responsibility for your actions. It sucks. And like, as I said, initially, I felt really bad for her because, ow, you know, like yeah. you don't want that in your hair and I'm sure it's painful, but to, to try to like sue the, the company, it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. No. I mean, yeah, she's already raised wow. $12,000 from GoFundMe. Is that, is that not enough? Like what is suing? Like, what do you want? Do? Right. <laughs> what is exactly, what's the end goal here? What's your end game? Like, yeah, you want them to put specifically on there. Do not use our products in your hair. Like, well, like remember several years ago, somebody um, sued McDonald's because they got a cup of coffee and it like scalded them. And so yep. after that, McDonald's put a warning label on their cups that said, caution, the liquid in this cup may be hot. So right. maybe, you know, maybe it's something like that. Like they're going to have Gorilla Glue specifically state, do not put it in your hair. But the thing is, they could give you such a big list of things to not put it in that they couldn't fit on the bottle. I mean, those Gorilla Glue bottles are little. And that Gorilla Glue, in, in any form that you use it, it is like serious adhesive. Like it, it is. That stuff it's, works. It's, it's meant to be permanent. You so, can glue your car back together. And, right. And like <laughs> you, you don't put something that's going to be, that is permanent. It states it on the bottle on something that you want to use temporarily. Like right. it, it doesn't make any sense to do that. And like what you were saying with the, the McDonald's cup and the coffee is I've always thought, you know, every time I read a warning label, 
or uh, a, a kind of ridiculous rule, my first thought is, who did this? Who right. who was who was stupid <laughs> enough to do this that we had to have this warning label? You know, right. like you know, you don't don't use blow dryers in the bathtub. Like that's just common sense. Right. You know, and it's funny. Years ago, I had to. Um, back before when I was doing things on my own, I had, I had someone that was writing for me and they wrote this article that I thought was kind of brilliant. Um, and they were talking, uh, talking about childproof caps have, have dumbed down America. Um, and it was kind of a, it was sort of satire, but not because, I mean, it was not really satire. It was funny. Um, but it really, he made a good point in saying that like all these, these warning labels and these childproof caps and stuff has, has a uh, limited natural selection <laughs> to the point where uh, we've got people who, breeding in the gene pool that are not that brilliant anymore because we're warning and, and, and childproofing and like safeguarding mm-hmm. everything because you'd think things like not putting something that's plugged into electricity into water is right. common sense or putting right. something on your skin that is permanent or in your hair that is permanent and is g- literal glue would be common sense. Right. We don't learn things the hard way anymore. Well, I mean, except for Tessica, but we, <laughs> we just like, we're spoon fed everything. We don't yeah. get, you know, we don't just learn things the hard way. <laughs> no, it's, it's this like soft, sensitive culture. It's, it's messing with us. Like, you yeah. know, the, no one wants to be offended. No one wants to, mm-hmm. to, to make mistakes and learn from them anymore. And if they make a mistake, instead of learning from them, they're like, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to cancel right. you. Right. You know, yeah. the, take the, the era of taking personal responsibility has all but vanished and it's scary. Yeah. It's very scary. <laughs> You know, there's this movie. It's a stupid movie. It, it's pretty funny. It's called, but it's called Idiocracy. Um, and basically, the premise of it is, is that um, this this guy and girl, um, they decide to be like test people or whatever, and go into this capsule where they're put to sleep, or and they're supposed to be woke up like a certain amount of time later. Um, but something happens and the world kind of goes to crap and they get forgotten. And it's all this years later, well, they wake up finally into this world where everyone has just been dumbed really, 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 really down. And so these were just like average kind of not so smart people um, that got put in these capsules. But when they wake up, they're like the smartest people there. And so they're like helping solve all their problems. Like they couldn't figure out why their plants weren't 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 growing because they were watering them with like Mountain Dew you know it's like stupid movie but like it it almost feels like it has some bearing on where we're heading as a society if we Mm -hmm. can't teach people to to think for themselves and to use logic and reasoning and not put glue on your head (laughs) right right it's uh yeah it's gonna we've lost that ability to sort of weed out the weak (laughs) Yes, yes, we have. But. There's no more survival of the fittest. <laughs> no, no. And like, like I said, that if I could ever, if I could dig that up, I think I still have the original where he submitted it to me. That that article was really, really, really smart. Um, and what it was funny, and it was kind of like you could maybe get offended by it by saying like, you know, because there's childproof caps and people can't accidentally take stuff they're not supposed to, like they're not dying and mm-hmm. they're diluting the gene pool. Like I can see where that might be offensive, but it's at the same time, it's a, <clears throat> it's a good point in just that we're not teaching people anymore. We're, right. <laughs> you know, right. We're not teaching so, people to think critically. We're not. And it's, yeah. it's a problem. Hopefully it's mm-hmm. something that we can overcome. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but all right. Well, now that we've talked about um, our, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll end with a, a fun little housewives recommend. Um, and we're going to do Valentine's day since it's right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Do you what, want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I picked a, a kid's craft, and this is kind of something for smaller kids. I did this with my kids when they were little, um, and they are too big for this now. But it's um, something that I had found on Pinterest years and years ago. And you just take a, a regular size piece of paper and some red craft paint or finger paint, and you do the prints and handprints. You use the two hands to you turn them upside down and form a heart with them, and then you do a footprint. And then at the top, you write from the bottom of my heart to the tips of my toes, I love you. And it's a great little simple, easy, quick gift for grandparents or mom or parent or whoever. Um, so that's a fun thing to do if you have kids who are still small enough for like my kids, you know, their feet are way too big to put on a piece of paper. <laughs> but um, for, for like the, you know, six or seven and under set. Um, it's a fun way to make a little, they love, you know, they love to get dirty and put their handprints on things, but you just form a little heart with their little hands. And it's a nice little, makes a nice little Valentine. Oh, yeah. um, that's a really cute idea, actually. Yeah, I, I wish and... I could show you, but I mean, you know, uh, it's easy enough to describe as you can imagine. Yeah, and Pinterest is a great place, I would say, to go get ideas. If you're not already yeah. using Pinterest, it's really, really fantastic. Just be yeah. careful, you'll, you'll get stuck on there forever. Yeah, you do get stuck in. Yeah, yeah I've, I've literally pinned probably thousands of things, and I've done, like, not a whole lot of them. No, but they're there <laughs> if you ever get inspired. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking about this uh, this topic, and one of the things that I thought about is it's how different Valentine's Day is going to be um, this year because mm -hmm. of COVID, and mm -hmm. um, especially with elementary school kids, you know, I, it was always mm -hmm. fun when my kids were small to, you know, get the Valentines and fill them out and make little yeah. candies and stuff to send to school. And this year they really can't do that because they're not, you know, allowing like outside stuff to right. be brought into the school. Or I did see somewhere that some schools were allowing it to be brought in if you brought it a week ahead of time and it got to sit in the box before they opened right. it and took it home. Right. Um, so since it's going to be a little bit different or you might have kids that are older and, and they don't really do that anymore. Um, I was looking on Pinterest <laughs> and um, I saw some ideas about some stuff that you can do at home, like family, family Valentine's date nights. Um, and they were like, uh, there's some ideas to do like a, a picnic in the living room. Like you lay down a, a blanket and you have like some finger foods and do some inside mm -hmm. s'mores and stuff like that, or Valentine's day uh, scavenger hunt. Um, and then like, you know, if you've got, if you want to have night, night in with your spouse afterwards, since the kids go to bed, you could do like a movie, movie and wine and cheese afterwards. So, um, I was, I was looking more at the, on the social distancing side, because I know a lot of places are still not quite open. It's hard to go out and have a date night or, right. uh, do something with your kids. So if you could just, you know, get some ideas to do some at home fun stuff, you know, movie nights, or I really liked the picnic idea. Cause it was just cute yeah, like having a, a picnic in the living room or, um, yeah. indoor s'mores where you just have like the little burner thing and you're making you know s'mores by the quote-unquote campfire or whatever yeah um, that's fun and, and then, you know a fun thing to do with that is to do like like if you have sandwiches like cut them out with a heart cookie cutter you know like make everything pink and red or or heart yep. shaped yeah that's a fun yep. way to do it too and you can exchange you know valentines within your family at home and still you know give the kids that experience, even though they're not being able to do it with their, with their friends right. at school. Yeah. Um, I always, I had fun filling out the, those little Valentines. It was fun to me, even yeah, as doing fun. it with my kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think Valentine's day is, it's fun for Like I couldn't care less about it as an adult, but it's fun, for the kids. it's fun to, you know, to do little fun things with them. So. Yes, I agree. So enjoy Valentine's day this year, if you can. Um, have fun with it. If you don't, if you need more ideas, go to Pinterest. Go it's to Pinterest. Absolutely <laughs> full of ideas. Yep. People so much are so smart and clever. 
They are. I wish I was, I always like aspired to be like the Pinterest mom, but I'm like the pinning mom. Like I yeah. pin stuff, <laughs> but I'm not the one that's like making that's the Pinterest worthy things. Right. <laughs> so I'm there's like a that. Pinterest fail. Like, you know, you see those things that are like <laughs> yes. Pinterest and mine, like mine are like the fails, but I try yeah. to have good intentions. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I know I get like all my recipes and stuff from there. You know, yeah. it's it's a really a trove of information on just it about is. anything you could think of. I any uh hairstyle ideas, yeah. uh nail I get all my nail ideas from Pinterest. Um, you know, I would say I've I usually uh eat more of a, a keto type lifestyle recipes for that are fantastic. There's stuff you would mm-hmm. never think of on mm-hmm. your own that are in there. Um, just anything you could think of. I guess our, our recommendation actually boiled down to us recommending Pinterest to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, we love Pinterest. <laughs> yes, it's a it's really is an amazing um, website. And I mean, I, I'm sure there's political stuff on there, but I've stayed off the political side of Pinterest. Yeah, so. yeah that's fun. And th- this is not a sponsored post. We just love Pinterest. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, I mean, Pinterest, if you want, I mean, we're here. <laughs> I was going to say, we have yet to have anything, anybody sponsor us, but if you want to, we will recommend you. <laughs> we, yeah, we will. <laughs> as long as we really stand behind it, I yeah, will say that. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll prom- we will promise you this, that even if we do have any kind of sponsors co- approach us, unless we really believe in it, we're not going to promote it. Right, yeah. So if we, re- if we recommend it, we really, truly recommend it. Yeah, I, I, you could follow, I'm at Maga Rose Taylor on Pinterest too. So if you want to find me there, you can see all the thousands of things that I've pinned about literally everything. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to see, I have to see what mine, like, I don't even know what mine is. Let me look, I'll tell you, you can, you can follow mine too. Let's see. Mine is, oh, well, I don't know. It's okay. I think it's RJH24. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, it's, you, yeah know, you can probably just search my name too. Yeah, Pinterest is like their their like usernames are weird like to find yeah. like how to find people on there. But if you yeah. can find me, you can follow me. I don't mind at all. I mean, you're just gonna yeah. see all the things that I'm interested in, which yeah. are very varied. You'll get yeah. lots of ideas about nails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway. Fun, yeah, I know. I always have my nails always look really cool. And every single time that I've gotten my nails done, it's been an idea from Pinterest, like not even going to take the credit. <laughs> That's fun. That's super yeah. fun. But um, anyway, so uh, it was fun talking to you guys again. And, you know, we'll, of course, we'll be back every week. I'm uh, usually on Tuesdays, sometimes on Wednesdays. Um, yeah, well, so stay yeah. safe and again, stay kind. Like last week, we told you to stay kind. Yeah. And it's, uh, the, the, it's love week. It's Valentine's week. It love, is. Love people. Yes, be kind, be kind to Kumbaya. people. And, and stop with the conspiracies for the last time. Yes. Amen. <laughs> uh, until uh, next week, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yes. Y'all have a great week. All of this is possible because of New Right Network. I want to tell you about NRM Plus. It's our premium membership for New Right Network. You can support us and conservative independent media for just $9.95 a month or $79.95 a year. If you like what we're doing, head over to www.nrnplus.com to subscribe. That's www.nrnplus.com or make any donation in any amount at nrnplus.com forward slash product forward slash support. That's nrnplus.com forward slash P-R-O-D-U-C-T forward slash S-U-P-P-O-R-T.